What episode are we on here, Jen? Do you know? 63. Wow. 64. That is many. In the 60s, yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. Way to go, team. What time to be alive. Yep. So in this pod, I guess we talk about um, some legislation that they were voting on when we talked about it, and now they have voted on, but you heard the story? Yeah, so today um, they, like, vote, the council voted on it, and it was, like, one to eight in favor of having free transit in Victoria. Which you hear that, and you're like, oh, sweet. That's cool. Free transit. That's great. When you think about, like, the transit system in Victoria, it's shit. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Is it? It's pretty bad. Maybe okay. it's better now, but when I first moved here, like, yeah, it was four years ago. I was living in James Bay, and it was just, like, really hard to get anywhere. It was like, you can get to downtown, and then you have to take a transfer bus, and you have to do all this. And it was just, like, it, like, tripled the amount of time that it took to get to work right. if you wanted to take a bus. So it was like, right, oh, okay, right. this is, like, wildly inconvenient. I'm going to get a scooter. So I got a scooter. Right. Yeah. Because I could have continued busing. But it just was so much extra time in the morning that I was like, I can't, I can't do that. Yeah, you didn't have a car when you moved here, did you? No, I didn't. And yeah, it was like right. that for two years or so, and then I had a scooter, so. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay, so that is a shame. And... But it, it hasn't gone through yet, right? They just right. voted, and then they're going to take that and give it to BC Transit or whatever, or the province, be like, hey, we are voting for this. What do you think? And yeah. they can make the final decision. I wish that first, even while people will, were still paying for transit, they would just make it really great. Yeah. Because, you know, and like get some light rail going, get some like that commuter boat they're even thinking yeah. about and all that. Because I think the whole point of th- this yeah. is Lisa Helps, our mayor and our council, has like declared a climate emergency. Mm-hmm. Like, th- so they are going to take, and this is what we all talk about, right? If we really believe climate change is a thing, and this is a really, you know, p- clear and present threat to our human existence, then we need to take drastic action. And so that is like what they're framing it as. Yeah. That's why they're doing this. And I get that. I get it too. It's just the transit sucks. The transit sucks. <laughs> and now it's weird because we're not paying for it. So I'm like, how are they going to get all the money to, to uh, do these upgrades that we so desperately need. Right. Wait, like the West Shore, like if you're coming from the West Shore, it's hell. And yeah, they made the bus lane, which was awesome. But like, I think there needs to be a little bit more before we make it free for everybody. Yeah. You know, and no. also the money, where is that coming from to make it free? It's coming from property taxes and our housing situation in Victoria is so bad. As it is. And what we, the last thing we need is that for, for it to be even more unaffordable for people to eventually buy a home. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I think, and again, like with, I'm trying to engage. I'm trying to take the side of what they're. I know because everyone's on that side, and I, I, or eight to one at least. It's, it's, I'm usually on the side of like whatever the, right. the city's doing. You know, it's like, oh, this is great. This is an improvement. I'm like, why this though? Like, really? You're so against it. I, I just think like transit. It's already so cheap. It's two dollars and fifty cents to get on a bus per per day, though, right? Or like that's like just to do a trip. Well, it's five bucks a day for a day pass. So. So that adds up. That does add up for yeah. like a monthly cost. And that maybe is the barrier for some people, right? They can do $5 a day or you can break that down to what your gas cost is. And your but what is a month pass? Pretty expensive. It's like 100 bucks. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's like it's oh, close so. to what I pay for gas. So I get it, right? It's like when people are deciding, okay, what I pay for gas versus, you know, 
um, about bus pass, but like the added expense of a car, often what wins out is the added convenience of the car. Mm-hmm. So I feel what they're trying to do is make it so affordable, zero to get on the bus that you will put up with the inconvenience to take the bus. That's what I feel like they're doing. I'm just like, I'll never do it. No. I hate taking the bus. I'm just trying to really engage my inner socialist here. And like a person who would depend more on a longer commute, because this is it. I'm walking distance from work. You know, if I was a little bit further, I would try and bike. But like, I agree. And the gas prices are pinching me. Mm -hmm. Right. And and that's pinching my wallet. But I should be pinched on a moral level to not drive places. Because I do agree that this is a crisis that we're facing as a people. And the best thing that we can do is limit the amount we drive. Yeah. And I get that, like, for people who do bus, because that's their way around, like, mobility issues or whatever it is, like, this is awesome news. Right. Right? Sure. Oh, yeah. But what I'm seeing it as, is this going to actually cause people to take the bus instead of, yeah, drive, right? Well, that's another thing, too. This is a little bit, again, as a socialist, this is a bit of a redistribution of wealth. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, you know who's going to pay for this is uh, people who already own a house. Okay, well, if you already own a house, you're probably doing okay. If you depend on the bus as it is now, uh, maybe you're not in a house already. Maybe you're like, you know, a little bit of a lower income level. And what you can do is save $100 a month on your bus pass. Mm -hmm. And $100 a month comes out of the pocket of someone in Oak Bay or, well, not Oak Bay, I guess, or but maybe it's yeah. maybe it's district yeah, region wide yeah. who is doing just fine and fully owns their house. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I get that. But man, I just, I'm still not for it. This actually benefits you. <laughs> you don't own a house. I know. And you could take the bus. Yeah, but I just, uh. Like, right? So uh, as a homeowner whose property taxes will be affected, I'm going to try and be for it. Really? That is what a so good socialist has to do. Yeah. It's for the greater good. Yeah. I'm so... No. <laughs> no. I just... It's not a good enough product. I understand. That's the thing. It's like, okay, yes. like if we were a little bit farther down the line on like our bus systems, then I'd be like, okay, you know, I might consider taking the bus. I get it. And that's the hard thing. And I'm thing. not forced to do it. And I understand no, course, that. Yeah. If I'm like comparing it to Vancouver, where mm-hmm. like the bus systems are just so good. Right. And I would rather SkyTrain than drive. I would rather take a bus than drive anywhere in Vancouver. Right. Did you hear over in Vancouver, actually, what they're trying to do is completely cut the amount of vehicles that drive into their downtown core by like half. Yeah. They're going to try and make it so difficult and more difficult than it already is to drive into town. Mm -hmm. And so easy for you to take transit or bike or whatever that like 52% or something like that of the vehicles coming into the downtown core of Vancouver is cut right off. Whoa, how? Again, drastic action. Um, I think they're going like, to open more bike lanes. They're going to increase transit. They're yeah. going to prioritize that. They're going to um, take parking away. They're going to do things to mm-hmm. actually make it difficult for you to drive. And they have done that. So maybe that is what Victoria is doing. And it's just like mm-hmm. the growing pains of that. It hurts. But- yeah, because we've been in a society where we've um, it's like prioritize our own convenience for so yeah. long and for things just to be the best and the easiest, but you're going to pay for it yourself. Yeah. And again, that's the hard thing. Again, like when you think about even our, our medical system, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it could be better. It probably would be a little bit higher quality or a shorter line or whatever if it was like uh, run privately, like a capital mm. based thing. Um, it's going to run a little bit more efficiently because there's more competition and whatever. But then it comes with its own set of problems and it becomes prohibitively expensive for a large amount of people. Yeah. That's tough. 
And so that's what they're trying to do here with the transit thing too. I I just am really reconsidering my whole commuting thing. My whole like, yeah. I have I own three cars. We joke about that all the time, right? It's a stupid thing for me. I own three vehicles and I live a block and a half from where I work. But I like having a convertible. I like having a little pickup truck. And I, you know, also have a little amazing luxury car, right? Yeah. That's just fun to drive and yeah. that I, you know, um, give to my partner to drive. But yeah. I pay for three cars. Okay, that is so stupid. And what I should do is get rid of maybe all of but the truck and then buy a scooter, like you say. Mm-hmm. And then fix my bike up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're fine. You get your little commuter car. You're fine. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, maybe your next car ought to be an electric. Maybe you got to go back to the scooter. Why did you get off the scooter in the first place? Oh, it was inconvenient. Really? Don't tell me that. No, it was. Why? Well, it was it was inconvenient for me because I didn't... It, okay, this does sound so stupid and I hate the words that are about to come out of my mouth. <laughs> but you had to wear certain things in order to right. be on a scooter. Okay. Because I didn't want to scoot around and not be like super safe about it. Like right. I wanted to at least wear jeans. And like that even in itself is not very safe. Like, you should be wearing certain, like, motorcycle pants. You're a motorcyclist, right? right yeah. So if I wanted to go, say, it's like the summer, I wanted to wear a dress. It's just like, this is so dangerous. Right. And I had a fall on it. And it was just like, ah, uh, I would have to, like, get changed all the time before going on the scooter yeah. and then come to work. And I just, like, was kind of like, okay, I think it's time for a car. And also, it limited me to just being within the downtown and I wanted to go up island and stuff right and that was why I got a car is because I wanted to go to Tofino and I wanted to explore the island because I was so stuck um down here fully yeah I feel that um yeah because I want to get a scooter but I also want to be like that old Italian man you see in paintings who's wearing shorty shorts oh and god. long um, socks with stripes oh on them. Oh my god, I saw a guy the other day hit a <laughs> red and white scooter. Yes. His helmet matched with a stripe oh and my. he had a flouncy pashmina on. Go on. And it was sparkly and he wore it around his neck and it blew in the wind behind oh. him. Yeah, it was beautiful. And he had like a white leather jacket. Fuck. He looked so good. That's and he was so like cool. an older gentleman. I can't dress myself now, as you know. I barely know how to put clothes on my body, yeah. but I hope that I transmogrify as I get older into that old man. I one time I remember I was like walking down the street like early Saturday morning or something like that, and this dude was in a full fucking three-piece suit just out for a walk smoking his pipe. I love him. Probably with a pashmina. Cool guy. It's like, God bless you, sir. Yeah. That's a bygone era. Yeah. That's going to be you one day. Anyway, thanks for listening to the podcast. Appreciate that. Happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day and happy. I'm so glad that we didn't have to do a radio show on 420 Day. Yeah. 420 Day seems like all done <laughs> now, right? Like, are we supposed to be celebrating right? how far we've come or make jokes or I don't, I don't know. Yeah. The idea was, you know, at first to try and get it legalized and now it's legalized and we're like, okay, well. I remember seeing, um, there was like a thing on some, you know, like news website or whatever and it was mm-hmm. like. It's time for you to find out the history of 420 Day. And I was like, what's the publication date on this? 2019? Are you joking me? Haven't we all heard the same story about these high school kids went out to smoke weed and blah, 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 like for decades now? Yeah. All done. Yeah, we're past that. But Earth Day. Earth Day has been going on since 
1970. Yeah, since the 70s. Um, So that's pretty cool, and it's been happening every single year since then. Um, Things that are happening in Victoria, there is a protest that's going on downtown. Uh, That started up at about noon today, but I'm expecting it to go a little while. If you see any, like, you know, backups in uh, traffic or anything, it Mm -hmm. might be because of that. Right. And... uh, Art in the newsroom went down to go check it out, and they're also uh, protesting uh, banks. They're saying divest in fossil fuels, trying right. to call uh, Canada's major banks to stop investing in the fossil fuels industry. So they're making stops at each bank downtown. On Douglas Street, yeah, which yeah. makes sense. There's five major banks all downtown. Um, interesting, interesting mm-hmm. thing to uh, be protesting. And as a nice little tie-in to that, Ar- also has a news story today that gas prices... Okay. Yeah. Because uh, I would like to divest of <laughs> fossil fuels yeah. right now. Gas is supposed to get up to today, this afternoon, possibly 168.9. Happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. Get on your bicycle. Yeah. Recycle. <laughs> Be kind to the earth. Clean up your garbage. Pet a dog. Yeah. They're part of Mother Earth. Kiss the dirt. Kiss the dirt. I'll get true. Um, Jen, what do you do with like your old electronics? Like laptops, iPads, whatever. Um, I have like a pile of them in my house. Same. Yeah. I've got like two old laptops that don't work. All of my old phones because I think that maybe one day I'll be able to retrieve the photos and like the old messages on there. It's kind of becoming like the new memory box. Yeah. You know, of like all your, your old, you know times with your ex-boyfriends or things like that you kind of yep. keep your old phones Absolutely. that way yeah totally so yeah i don't really know what to do with them i'm the same exact way i got my mm-hmm. whole crawl space and storage space is just full of just like a box of just st- and i refuse to get rid yeah i refuse to admit to myself that i paid a thousand dollars for this years <laughs> ago and that i'm not going to get use out of it for my the entire rest of my life yeah. because i've already bought a new thousand dollar phone this year <laughs> oh, so but um, I was reading today that one of the best things you can do for the environment mm-hmm. is recycle your electronics. Yes. The earth, as much as, you know, these companies and Apple especially likes to come out and tell you that they do such good things and they're very, very green and all the new iPhones are made out of unicorn farts. And okay, yeah. let's be really honest. These electronics, especially our phones and our iPads and whatever, pillage the earth mm-hmm. for their raw materials. Well, yeah, you have to do a lot of mining in order to get all the gold in there and all the silver mm-hmm. and all of the materials in order to make a cell phone. A lot of mining happens. Okay, what was the cool thing you were telling me about gold and silver and bronze? Um, so for the Olympics in 2020 in Tokyo, uh, for the medals, they have decided to run a campaign where they're getting people to donate their old phones and they're extracting uh, the silver, the gold, and the bronze from the old phones in order to create the medals for the Olympics, which that's, I think is so cool. That's cool Instead as Instead of mining fresh gold. Right. Okay. Well, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I'm not running in Olympic Games <laughs> myself, um, but there is a thing called RecycleMyElectronics.ca. Yeah. And if you go to that, you can find, just click on British Columbia and it tells you places that uh, do various degrees of electronic recycling. So whether it's like, say, the Salvation Army, which is like an affiliate, and they might Mm -hmm. just, you know, wipe your phone and get it into the hands of someone new. doesn't have to go buy a new phone. Cool, yeah. Versus, um, like, the Bottle Depot is actually a full collection site. Or um, there's other places like Return It and places like this, Staples, Best Buy. They can help to fully recycle your phones. That's really cool. Whether they, like, take it apart and use the components mm-hmm. for new electronics or whatever they do with it, but they will recycle your phone. So 
I know it's hard. I know. We have to have a ceremony, a goodbye ceremony to all of our old phones. Um, yeah. <laughs> One good thing on this website, too, is tips on how to wipe your phone. Oh, that's helpful. A lot of sensitive information yeah. on there. Yeah. But let's try and get in that mindset instead of being hoarders. Yes. So along with all of the Earth Day celebrations and protests that were happening downtown in Victoria today, there was also a celebration for Elizabeth May's marriage yeah. at the Christchurch Cathedral. Uh, she, of course, got married, uh, decided to get married on Earth Day, which makes, is, makes so much sense being a Green Party leader. Uh, her wedding was also like eco-conscious, so she asked the guests to either um, ride their bike or walk <laughs> or use transit in order to get to the wedding. And she married uh, John Kidder, Margot Kidder's brother. Sweet. Which I just, I had no idea that they were together. That's so nice. Yeah. That's really, really nice. Yeah, it's really and cool. And she looked really great. Her dress had like plants and flowers on yeah, it as beautiful. well. She had like a very Coachella vibe. Yeah. Um, like flower crown. Oh, it was really great. It was beautiful. Loved it. Congratulations, Elizabeth May. <sighs> been seeing photos of Justin Trudeau with surfboards all over the interwebs because Uh-oh. he went to his favorite place again, Tofino. He goes there all any chance he has with his family. Cool Prime Minister alert. Surf guy. Oh. Surf dude. Mm-hmm. Um, also today, the big news about Trudeau is that he is going to be on The Simpsons, but not really. Oh. Yeah, next Sunday, apparently they're going to do another Canada episode. They've already done at least one or two. Um, and so there's a guy, his name is Lucas Meyer, and he's like a radio guy out of Toronto, actually, like a journalist mm. and, um, and a writer and a radio guy. And apparently he does good impressions, good Canadian impressions, and his is good enough that they hired him to be on The Simpsons. Oh, so they're getting him to voice the character. So he's going to be Justin Trudeau on The Simpsons this week. Yeah, oh, do you want to cool. hear, this is his yeah. impression, okay? Uh, we uh, always uh, have a uh, uh, ongoing uh, conversation uh, with the uh, ethics commissioner, uh, and uh, we uh, understand that we followed uh, all the proper rules. That's pretty good. He's right? Got, like, the cadence down perfectly. It's those stammers, uh, right? Like uh, every yeah. single other word is always a stammer when he's just answering. Yeah, that's great. Well, will you watch that episode? Because you haven't watched Simpsons in a while. Mm. Will you watch that episode? I'll dial up that one scene on YouTube, and that'll be lots for there me, I'm go. sure, yeah. <laughs> There's a new Looney, a new limited edition Looney that came out today. Mm. Yeah, that's right. It's a commemorative <laughs> Looney marking mm. progress for LGBTQ2 people. Mm-hmm. It, inve- it uh, commemorates what they're saying is a big key milestone for lesbian, gay, transgender, queer, and two-spirited people because it's... Uh, is, is like uh, celebrating the anniversary of the passing of legislation that initiated the decriminalization of homosexuality in Canada. That was 50 years ago. Right. Yeah, and it's also brought up quite the conversation as well, um, saying, you know, is that the true number? Right. Um, because I think that there still is a lot of progress uh, that needs to be done, a lot of things that still need to be done, and <laughs> is that an honest amount of years? Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's a bunch of groups that are saying that it mistakenly suggests equality has been achieved, was achieved back then, has yeah. been going on for 50 years, and that it was lar- largely the result of the federal government's actions, which is all like, is that mm-hmm. all? So, like, I was hearing even, you know, there was like bathhouse raids even mm. after that had happened 50 years yeah, ago. So do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was on its way to becoming decriminalized, but... 
feels to me like, oh, they wanted to make a new loony. They wanted to celebrate things. They wanted to ring their own bell a little bit. But it's yeah. just like, yeah. We're not quite there yet. Something to be, yeah, celebrated. But uh, it's a little gun jumpy. I think it's more of like a showcase of like the fight that we are continuing towards equality. Sure. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. You and not saying that. We've me. done it, everyone. We're there. Not. That's not true. <laughs> not quite yet. Not quite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, we were talking a little bit before about this new toonie that was coming out, or new loonie, sorry, to commemorate uh, 50 years of uh, supposed equality for um, LGBTQ2 people. Mm -hmm. Um, It always brings me up. You seem to like to bring it up to me. Yeah, I just remember remember you yelling about the way toonie was spelt because you think it should be spelt T-W-O-N-I-E because it's two, toonie. Yeah. Two dollar coin, yes. right? Because it's a play on the words, right? But it was Tooney, T O O N, because it's a play on Looney, which is L O O N, right? Looney. Okay. Because there's a loon on it. Yeah, but T W O is still a play on Looney. It just is one that makes sense. It's Tooney because yeah. it's like the number two. It's worth two dollars. But I think if you spell the Looney, not the as welly, right? <laughs> but I think if you spelled it out, you would say like twenty, twenty. Is I, that okay, 20? I understand. So that's another terrible conversation we have to have with very dumb tourists. So sorry that can't put that together in their minds real quick. Oh, this is worth two dollars. But like, no, T O O N E Y. It's cute that way. N I E whatever it is. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, it's cute that way. And it, and it looks good with my last name, which is Cooney, C-O-O-N-E-Y. So that that makes me happy. Why? I'm glad I brought it up. Would I ever care? <laughs> and I'm your friend and I know you. I don't care about that. Why should anyone care about that, because your last name? Because they should, yeah. Because I'm a Canadian. Oi. <laughs> I'm flabbergasted of your arrogance right now. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I am trying to talk Jenny out of buying her boyfriend a Don't seventy. Radio. What if he's listening? He doesn't listen. He told me he's not a fan. Seventy-five dollar <laughs> pair of swimming shorts. Okay, but they're the shorts done by Saks. You know that brand with the like the inner meshings. That I have are one great. pair of Saks underwear. I save them for really special occasions like Christmas and New yeah. Year's. And yes, they're really lovely and wonderful, and they really. Cradle your deal. I get it. But, like, you don't need $75 for swim shorts? Is that too much? It's outrageous. Okay. okay. And the patterns aren't even that nice. And guess what? Go to, like, H&M. You can get a pair of swim trunks that are quite good and, like, yeah. fashionable and all that. Half the price easily um, is what I would do. Mm-hmm. Where else? This is a good thing. Spencer is texting right now. Do it, Jen. Do it. Light your money on fire. Do He's it. encouraging you. No, I think most bathing suits are that amount of money. If you women's want bathing suits because of horrible Why? things, because, because we have to pay more. The for patriarchy, less of course. <laughs> like what? I know it's horrible. Yeah. So you're in that mode, right? That if you need, if you want for yourself a decent bathing suit, you have to be gouged. Yeah, that's a horrible fact of life for women. I'm sorry about that. Okay, don't do it for your boyfriend okay. as well. Okay. We'll swim in a paper bag if we can. I'm going to do what I want, Paul. Swim, you know, like how many, hey guys, how many of us just grew up just swimming in our underpants and who even cares? Well, maybe you wouldn't if you had a nice pair of swim trunks. I trunk. have so many nice pairs of swim trunks okay. now, but guess what? I never spend that amount of money on all them, right. except for one time Stop. I was in Hawaii and it was also a souvenir. Okay. Uh, I'm going to so look up right now. Just- My brand, uh, 
Jack and Jones, I buy them a lot. Oh, yeah. Nice. And they, they have really fun swim shorts as well. I'm going to look out for you. There's Thank no you. way they're $75. Okay. I was reading a, an article uh, talking about what it would take for people to leave Netflix because I find that Netflix popularity is kind of declining a little bit. Not too much. People, everyone still has Netflix, but they're looking at other streaming services as mm. well. Like for me, mm. I have Netflix, but I'm often using Crave. I find because yep. they have really good documentaries, really cool. Yeah. Documentary series like mm-hmm. HBO and Vice mm-hmm. and some really good shows on there and great movies too. The selection is really good. Yep. And I find when I'm on Netflix, it's like the same, like scary movie, one, two, three, four, American pie. Cool. And, and I'm not really, yeah, held on to anything in Netflix. And I've watched friends a million times. Right. I watched the office a million times. So I'm kind of like. Why am I still here? Yeah. You know? So we talked about this quite a bit in our last um, Geek Out podcast as well, because oh, yeah. last week the news came out about D- Disney Plus. Right. It's going to be the new Disney streaming service. And what that's going to do is likely suck all the Disney properties, which include all your Avengers and your Marvel and your Disney and your uh, Star Wars, right off of Netflix and put it onto there. Yeah. And that's what's really holding people to Netflix. They did this huge Sometimes. survey and they're yeah. saying, um, what co- if this content was pulled, would you leave Netflix? And 14% of people say The Office, if that was pulled, then they would leave right. Netflix. Yeah. 19% for Friends, 23% for all the Disney movies or any, anything Walt Disney. Ruh-roh. Yeah, so they might be in a little bit of trouble. Well, here's the thing. Netflix has become synonymous with streaming, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like Netflix and chill. That's what you're going to do, Netflix and yeah. chill. That name brand. But <laughs> like, I'm going to give everyone permission to feel free to start considering getting rid of Netflix. Yes, it was the first. Yeah. Yes, it was the thing that we we only just had that one thing for a long time. They essentially invented the model that now all these other streaming services are doing. But the other places have the better content. And guess yeah. what? You don't need And especially when... Because remember when we all signed up for Netflix? It was like, dude, it's like $7.99 a month, right. kid. It's so affordable and it's all you ever need. Well, guess what? Now, what is it? Like 15 bucks? Mm-hmm. They've slowly snuck their price up. So it's like, it should be a consideration. And when by the time you get... You pay for your Crave. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then I add on the HBO, which is another like whatever, how many dollars a month? Probably like 10 bucks. Yeah. That to me is worth it though. Then now I'm going to sign up for Disney. Okay, now I got Apple gotta, Music or Spotify that I'm paying for it too. Got to cut those corners. Cut those corners, and guess what? Feel free, everyone. We don't have to be married to Netflix forever just because they were our first. Exactly. Today is International Book Day, and I'm just having a howl on the internet today because there's this thread going on on uh, Twitter, and people are making book titles more Canadian classic book titles. Uh-huh. Are you reading anything right now? No, I'm looking at you because you are <laughs> losing it over it. Like these like these are clever and don't get me wrong and it's it's tougher than it seems to think up these puns, I guess. Um Okay, I won't But you really are taken with this. I won't so. take credit for any of these. I didn't do this. Okay, okay. this is on Twitter. Um this person says Dracula. <laughs> Good. The Catcher and the Canadian Club instead of Rye. Get it? Funny. <laughs> yes, that's good. Yeah, okay. Um, Fifty Shades of Grey Cup. Good. Good. <laughs> Lord of the Rinks. Funny. <laughs> to Kill a Mockingbird. I get it. Charlie and the Poutine Factory. The girl with the dragon's den tattoo. That's really good. <laughs> to kill a Canadian goose. <laughs> to kill like a mockingbird. Yeah. <laughs> Lord of the black flies. 
<laughs> black flies are everywhere. I know, I know, yeah. I know. You bite your I grew up with them, yeah, I get it. <laughs> the, ca- <laughs> the cat in the medicine hat. It's really good. That's all I got. That's great. That's wholesome fun right there. <laughs> Do you like any of those that came in off the text line? Yes. Some people are being good, yeah. Um, I love Chris, who said green eggs and Canadian bacon. Good. That's a good one, Chris. Ham. Yes. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, uh, Rachel says, Anne of Go Green Gables. Oh, this one. Drew uh, says, Gord of the Rings. Gord and Gord we trust. Yeah. Good. That's great. <laughs> Paul, you had a morning adventure. Well, I don't know if it was an adventure, but I just went to go and see an IMAX movie. It's so strange to me. I know. I know. But they moved uh, Great Bear Rainforest to, like, the only time you can watch it is, like, 10 in the morning, uh, 1 in the afternoon, 4 in the afternoon. They got to make all this room for lousy Bohemian Rhapsody in the IMAX. So if you want to see a good nature documentary, you got to go in the middle of the day. So I did. Mm. I took advantage. I don't got to be at work. I went to see a movie. I gotta do that more often. Just like do things in the morning because we don't really come to work until like ten. Sorry for bragging, but right. Oh, and know, I don't. There's so much time on Wednesdays. There's no meetings, nothing here. Yeah. I don't get here till noon most days, right. most Wednesdays. So yeah, I took advantage and I went to see a movie. I had the theater, all, IMAX movie theater, practically to myself. There was like two like old people couples, which was very cute, mm-hmm. and then like one, um, you know, like mom and with her daughter, and the daughter clapped when the bear caught a fish, which cute. was cute for Love me. That. Yeah, enhanced my enjoyment of the movie. And then that was it. Otherwise, I had the whole theater to myself. Do you find that when you go see a movie in the daytime that you feel all messed up after? Yes. Because I would want to go to sleep right after that. I agree. It's so dark, right? I know. Yeah, right. There's something so trippy about going into a theater and then having it be light out and having more day. It's just so weird to me. I agree. And like, so. Avengers is coming out, obviously, right this weekend. Yeah. Biggest movie in the entire world. Uh, our friend Caleb, you know, refuses to come with us. To We're going, all of us, our friends here at the radio station, tomorrow night. First possible viewing. I have to leave early. I'm sorry. Oh I'm going to see right. Avengers tomorrow, right? <laughs> but he refuses, and he's like, nope, Saturday matinee. He's going to go at like 11 in the morning or whatever. Yeah, my boyfriend's doing the same thing. That's Saturday weird, Saturday matinee. Man. I find it weird, too. And then I, he's like, yeah, then we'll go on a hike after. I'm like, what? Why would Why would you want to do that? What? I'll be full and slippery from popcorn. Yeah. You're going to want to go to sleep and have a nap. Yeah. Strange. You're going to want to really soak in the majesty that is Endgame and cry and cry. Yeah, that. <laughs> Tell me about this Jeopardy guy just breaking records across the board. I'm what in love heck? with him. I know. He just cl- crossed the $1 million mark in 14 days on Jeopardy. That is unheard of. Smashes records. My first instinct, and I told you this, I was like, <laughs> he's planted. This this can't be real. Like, maybe he know like, they gave him all the answers before to, like, make headlines for Jeopardy. That's, like, conspiracy theory Jenny talking, but... That's very t- <laughs> tinfoil hat, Jenny. But learning more about him, I'm starting to understand, right? Because, like, yeah. he was a, a sports gambler. Ex- yeah, exactly. It sounds like that's what he even does for a living. Yeah. And so this is the real thing. It's like, yes, he knows a lot of answers, and yet he does really well with the, like, trivia aspect of it. But the reason why his winnings are so much is apparently, and I haven't watched any of the episodes with him on there. Mm-hmm. I'd love to watch his run. But apparently what he does is with the daily doubles as well as Final Jeopardy, he just bets as much as he possibly can, like insane wagers. Wow. And that's what uh, tops him off. So it's it's that. And that's really how you win a Jeopardy, really, is like smart betting yeah. and being really smart with your answers that's or smart. your responses. 
And um, I even saw a really good tweet from Ken Jennings because the last time there was a single person who was insanely good at Jeopardy, it was Ken Jennings. Right. And uh, he did a really good tweet the other day that I saw that was like, um, when I was on Jeopardy, I made very sensible wagers. (laughs) And that's why I didn't do this. Um, But it's incredible. So I hope it keeps going. The guy's name is James Holtzauer. And it's just fun to watch anyone excel at a thing. Yeah. You know? It is. Whether it's like a sports thing or an athletic or this guy just be really good at Jeopardy, it's so fun to watch people excel. How much has he made? On Jeopardy? Millions, hey? I just crossed over the million dollar mark. Yeah. It's oh, like wow. one point something million dollars in two weeks, Jenny. That's unreal. <laughs> what a guy. Over the last couple of days, there has been a couple of stories really going around. Uh, yesterday was from out of the States. And it was a really sad story about a, a woman who dropped um, some puppies, mm-hmm. a bunch of puppies in a bag in a dumpster, and a guy found them. Luckily, all those puppies are going to be okay. Um, hitting closer to home, and what much worse, um, I read today that um, some kittens were found in a dumpster in Vancouver. Yeah. Did not survive. No. They rescued them, tried to nurse them back to health, but were too far gone, dehydrated and all that. Yeah. Okay, kittens, day-old kittens. Kittens. Now, obviously, as animal lovers, this is, like, hard, like we couldn't even read this tomorrow. No. We're adults, Jenny. Yeah. We, like, couldn't read this. Yeah, and we started yesterday. We read that story before going on air, and then today as well. And it was like, oh, man, like, this is this is heartbreaking stuff. Yeah, the puppy. I'm just like, I want to adopt one of those puppies yeah. now, these dumpster puppies that are famous. But I also, the, the kitten thing is the saddest thing of all time. You know, my cat yeah. was found in a dumpster as a kitten mm-hmm. in Vancouver. Really? Yeah, and luckily someone scooped her out or whatever happened, mm-hmm. and she wound up at this kitten rescue place and, and then came into my life and has been the greatest thing in my life since then. I love the Kraken. I she's love the Kraken angel. so much, my yeah. little dumpster cat. And she's got the attitude, the sassy oh, dumpster yeah. attitude. <laughs> um, so the point is here that, like, and the SPCA has come out, obviously, in response to these stories, that, like, don't do that. Yeah, there's a much better way to deal with that, and that's by... Giving in your pet to a local shelter. Uh, the BC, the SBCA is so non-judgmental. They'd rather you do that than finding out, you know, that these, you know, kittens or, or animals were left to, to die, really. Yes. Um, and they can take care of it. And there are so many people who want to take care of new pets. So that's the best thing to do. Again, non-judgmental. They'll make yes. an appointment with you. You can talk with them and they will get the care that they need. And that's because- what we want to see. I like I want to be I want to have compassion for these people mm-hmm. because I get it you know like as soon as you read this too like oh don't even go near the comment section because it's all just going to be like kill this person string them uh, up bury them under the jail like all these horrible horrible things and it's like I get it that's the reaction because you're so mad at this person for doing this thing but just like again have compassion for them yeah. they clearly were in like a really difficult situation desperate to know what to do do not do that yeah do not. Put them in a dumpster. Yeah, please. The SPCA has the resources, although at times it is limited. Mm-hmm. They can and would a million times rather you just drop them off there. Please. So much love for our dear, dear receptionists and administrative professional, Tess, on Administrative Professionals Day. Jenny, can you please get her on the phone? Of course. Hi, Tess. Hello. Hi, sweet angel baby. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Happy Admin Professional Day. It's it's a mouthful, isn't it? Yeah. Is that what you like anyway. to be called? 
Um, sure. Yeah, what do you like to be called? Tess. But like your position. <laughs> um. <laughs> What's your position? Set her up for that. Just gonna say What's your position? <laughs> uh, Tess, you do a lot of great things around here, and. Uh, you got flowers today, huh? That was nice. Yeah, I did. Yeah, great that's cool. stuff. That's good. You deserve them. Do you want to know what our favorite thing that you do is? And what? if people are ever here, like picking prizes up or whatever, while you're doing this, oh my god, they are in for a treat. Yes. <laughs> you gotta make pages. Yeah. yeah, make a page. You, you're the beautiful I voice do. from above. I do. I you have tell to make us, a page. Yeah, you tell us when the food has arrived. You tell us that there's puppies in the lobby. Yeah. I know. Yeah, you tell us all the important information and make sure that we're in line, which is great. Just really getting breathing heavily into the phone here. What's I'm, that about? <laughs> just busy. She's probably running up and down the hallway. That. I was. You're I running? was running oh, okay. for just, you guys. Just wondering. I knew it was you. Uh, what's your favorite page to make, Tess? Well, when puppies come in, yeah. but also when food comes in. Mm-hmm. But then I don't really like to share the food, so maybe yeah. not that one. But that's you've got all the power is that you can take what you want and then page that's the right. rest. There you go. Exactly. And then you actually helped us today because we specifically got paged. Mm-hmm. You by did. You. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. So thank you for that. You're welcome. And we were able to get a little piece of it for zoners to hear as well. Yeah. Oh, you did. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So love everything that you do. Thanks Thank for being you. I love you guys. Enjoy the flowers test. We picked them out and paid for them ourselves. Yeah, it was all us. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Bye. Jenny, you have a call parked on 71. Jenny, your parole officer is on 71. Paul, you have a nondescript brown package at reception. Paul, a very suspicious package addressed to you is at reception. I love this story today that uh, the province is hiring a hawk. (laughs) Like an actual raptor, like a hawk. Isn't that amazing? Okay, so I guess a lot of government buildings are having problems with birds, like seagulls and pigeons. They're pooping on everything. Mm -hmm. They're causing damage to the buildings. Sometimes they fly near staff and (laughs) they nest, which can cause safety problems if there's if they're near like an air intake or something like that. Anyway, so they're trying to. They've tried everything. They've tried the spikes. They've tried, you know, those fake birds and stuff, but they're outsmarting that and still nesting on top of roofs of like the government buildings. Um, So they decided to hire a handler and a hawk that will go upon the rooftops at certain times of the day and get the hawk to circle the buildings Mm. to try and scare away the birds. And when I first was reading this, I thought that they would just like. They were just going to, like, buy some hawks and just, like, let them loose. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, yeah. say, this is your home now. Please yeah. fight away the birds. Because I had a hawk problem at my house, right. which and I've was, talked about a lot. It was doing exactly what this hawk is meant to do is murder other birds, right? That's the thing. It's like, I would much rather have some pigeons and seagulls than dead pigeons and seagulls on oh. my car all the time right. and having to like wipe that clean right. you know yeah. so I'm, I don't know if this hawk is going to be doing that or just scaring them away if it's trained to not actually cause harm or kill those birds but right. it'll be interesting to see I there is like a definite hierarchy in the animal kingdom of like seagulls 
Too many. They do too many, right? Yeah. And then they ruin things and get rid. Whereas like Hawk is like, there's one, one. lone majestic yeah. Hawk chases away. And um, honestly, I love the idea of like using nature against itself. Right. It's the most human thing we can do. Right. If you think about it, I mean, some breweries have cats that they, mm-hmm. they buy because they're, you know, feral cats and they're, they're not good for like homes. They're not domesticated <laughs> or anything like that. Yes. But they will scare away and eat the mice. Yep. So... That's the kind of situation we got here. I'm so down. This is money well spent. I don't know what a hawk costs, but I know. it's how much is he getting worth paid a year? Every penny. <laughs> Everything's uh, a lie in the world right now, Jenny. Everything's so a bunch of baloney. I'm reading an article right now about this is a person who has like four million followers on Instagram, which I guess qualifies her as uh, an influencer. Okay, mm-hmm. and. She has like an experiment as well as a bit of a commentary against her own thing, like against influencers, completely faked a trip to Coachella. She threw like blog posts that she faked and phonied and doctored and photoshopped and whatever, as well as Instagram stories and all that and all these outfit changes and everything else made it look like she went to Coachella. Okay, this is interesting because she's like an anti-influencer Instagram influencer kind of thing. Weird. Okay. She said what she was originally coming out against is that people were going to Coachella one weekend, but wearing two different outfits. And so then like posting the next weekend for the second Coachella weekend in a different outfit to make it look like they had gone to both Coachellas. They just wanted to show off their outfit maybe, but they just wanted to make it seem to everyone that they were so cool because they went to two Coachellas. Why do people care about that? But okay. Right. Yeah. Why? And showing how easy it is to live a completely fake life online. And if you're following these influencers, yeah, Bull dink. So much of it is bull yeah, dink. Yeah, most of it. Um, it's interesting because I was reading a, a, an article today that was saying that people are starting to fake their vacations. There's actual websites that you can go to that will help you fake your vacation online. You have to pay a certain amount. You upload a photo of yourself and where you want to be, and they will Photoshop you into that photo so you can post it online for 20 bucks. What? So people care more about... That it looks like they're going on a vacation rather than actually taking a vacation time off work. That's that's wild to me. Yeah, what are we all doing, everybody? What are we <laughs> Just doing? Live your life. What are we doing? <laughs> Victoria is actually going to vote on a proposition to give free transit to everyone. Mm. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't think that's going to happen. I think we reported on it when it happened a little while ago that we want to, and we're down with the idea of free transit for, like, youth. Yeah, that Uh, was good. I I like that a lot, and it feels good. Like, we're just, you know, getting the next generation into, you know, the idea of taking the bus and transit when you needed. Now this, and they want to... Because that means that we have to pay, you know, somewhere else, right? means you would have to pay... um, we're in gas, probably property tax. You property would go taxes, up. Yes. All these other things would go up in order for us to have free transit. Yeah, which I don't. I don't use transit. Me neither. Yeah, I know and I know. And this is what they're trying to do, right? The mayor and various councilors are totally into it because they want us. They really are trying to turn us into a car-free place. Yeah, in this whole district, and I kind of can see that. The gas prices the way they are now, I want to get better at taking transit. Mm-hmm. I would love for just transit to be cheaper and better, though. 
that's the thing. It's like it is like pretty cheap to go on the bus. It's two fifty, and that's not. That's not what is stopping me to take the bus. Right. Taking yeah. stopping me to take the bus is my pure laziness, and also just it, they don't come as frequent as I want, yeah. or I have to get off the bus and then take another one to get to where I want. So yeah. that's the main reason I don't bus. Look at we're already being incentivized with the way that gas prices are going. It is crazy. I get it. I want to drive as little as possible. I'm trying mm-hmm. to save my driving for necessary times. <sighs> But do you want to like jack it up even worse so mm-hmm. that now we're paying for everyone to take a bus as well? I think what's going to happen here is the same people are just going to keep taking buses mm-hmm. and they're going to get it for free. So that's nice for them, but sorry. But I mean, us, if like, you think on. otherwise, I know that they are doing a vote. So this could be something that you can write a letter to if you feel strongly one way or the other. Honestly, I just need to let you have like a quick hour on on the Avengers and how excited you are because yes. that's all that's been talked about today. Yes. So go for it. Appreciate it. How are now, you Jen, I understand that uh, you were not swept up in the cultural phenomenon that is Avengers Endgame like the rest of us, but you must see, I, right? Like I you see them. it's, it's ev- No, but I mean like you must be permeated with how much it's everywhere all over the place. Oh, yeah. But like can't open your internet without seeing Avengers Endgame, what, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so and, I'm going to appeal to you. And I do want to say, mm-hmm. I don't not like them. I watch them. I just am not as like immersed as everyone. It, to me, it's mm-hmm. just like a movie. Well, this is, I'm going to talk about this, but I think it'll appeal to you as a moviegoer and not just a huge nerd. <clears throat> because it's, I'm concerned now with the entire moviegoing experience around this movie. This movie is three hours long, mm. okay? That's too long. It's a long time to be in a movie theater. That's two movies. We've talked before, I think you and I have talked about too, like this movie really should have an intermission halfway through, yeah. sound and music style. Yeah. And also, I think The Incredible Hulk should sing The Lonely Goat Herd, my favorite music song from The Sound of Music. Do you remember that one? Yeah. I on the hill loved a lonely goat herd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, little, 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 I'm not doing it. Okay. <laughs> so number Wait, one, so the Hulk is going to be singing that in the intermission? Yeah, that's right. Good. Okay. So there should be an intermission. And uh, number two, because um, these, these articles are going around. I'm not going to trade in these articles. Uh, when to pee during Avengers? Okay, blah, blah, blah. You got to work out your own decision on when you're going to go and pee. But there really should be an intermission for people to just have a break, stretch their legs, have a pee if they need to, refresh their popcorn. Here comes the second thing, Jen. Mm-hmm. Did you know that at most movie theaters now, Mm-hmm. You don't get a refill on your large yeah, popcorn. That's where they make the money, man. Okay. Well, guess what? This is such a cultural phenomenon, this movie, yeah. that they are saying it is playing in more theaters on more screens across North America and China than any other movie of all time. Yeah. You're going to make a f- couple of shekels here, movie theater chains. Right. Okay. Yeah. You're going to make some money off of this guy. It's going to break a billion dollars faster than anything in the world. Okay, so three hours, all I want to do is be shoveling in popcorn into my mouth for while the duration of the movie. Not only should I be able to get a free popcorn, but you should have someone bring it out to me. <laughs> Honestly, like if you've ever been in some countries, Australia's like this, you can go to movie theaters where they will come right to your seats. You can put an order in, right? Mm. Yeah, I yeah. would absolutely do this. VIP. They should be doing these like a little bit above and beyond things. I'm just amazed that you can this movie. shovel in a full large popcorn. One is like so do- much. I always take it home and there's leftovers, you know? It's just so much salt. 
I could barely get through I'm impressed like an hour of a movie and it's all gone. I'm going to have to really pace myself and likely I will have to leave the theater and buy another one. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for you and all everyone at work to go to the movies tonight and I hope you have fun and uh, I hope you don't have to go to the bathroom in between it and I hope you get to sit through the whole thing. Thank you. Thank you for all that wisdom. Jared's saying that... Uh, there's a theater in Toronto that mm-hmm. does take orders at your seat and you can get beer and wine too. Yeah. I don't know. Something about this, the beer and wine does, that is a treat. But there's something about like, I don't want someone next to me being like, hi, I'll, okay, yes, please, may I have? Yeah, it's kind of I want some Maltesers. Totally. Can I get some Skittles? Like, shut, shut up. Yeah, I get that. There's got to be a way that you can blink your order. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a signal or something. Yeah. Um, you press a button on your chair. Oh my God. It's like a popcorn great. button. Popcorn, please. Thanks for joining the PJ party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on the Zone at 913 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ party. Hey, do you like hockey? Art, I'm talking to you. Do you like hockey? I kind of like hockey. Yeah, I kind of like it too. I also really, really like the Vancouver Canucks, even though they're going through a bit of a rough patch right now. Yeah, they suck. Piss on old-time hockey. You're ruining it. I don't know if that's a nice thing to say, Art. We're trying to get people to listen to our podcast about the Canucks. Well, the thing about our podcast is it's awesome because the Canucks suck. It's fucking embarrassing. Well, it's just awesome regardless. So why don't you give it a listen? Mm Mm-hmm. Where can we find it? iTunes, Podbean, Between the Stammers, your unofficial Canucks cast. Boom. Listen. Listen.